What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. And I hope everybody had a awesome, absolutely turned-up, fun-ass 420 this year. I know I can say that I did because, you know what? One of the things I got, and I'll tell you, man, I'm, like, absolutely in love with this strain right now is... Wi-Fi OG, an indica-dominant hybrid, and I got that from Glasshouse Farms. You can find them at Instagram, at Glasshouse Farms. I think they have a few different pages, so uh, check them all out if you want to. Hell, check me out on Instagram, too, at LeeNicky. That's at L-E-E-N-I-K-Y. And today, another lovely gift that I received for 420 was a new Stizzy cart, and that is actually going to be the Biscotti Indica. And man, this shit is like... It's, it's fucking tasty, like, I, I don't know, man, I don't know what to tell you, like, it's just good. Like, the Stizzy Pods, I know, I know I'm promoting them a lot on here and talking about them, but it's so much easier to just take a couple hits of this, as opposed to, uh, you know, actually smoking on the podcast, because one, I'm in my room, and two, you know, I don't, I don't want to smell it up, had a couple of complaints about the stink in the vent from the weed, so you know what, we gotta be careful, only smoke at night for now. get off with a good old hit but anyways guys like you know what welcome back and summer is finally upon us here in socal (coughs) pardon the cough it comes with the territory of smoking weed but anyways summer's finally upon us and you know what that means that means it's gonna be hot people are gonna be walking around you know wearing either next to nothing or straight up just like bikini bikini suit doing it like coming out I've already had a few people come into my store lately that have been literally wearing just bikinis with, I think they're called slips, those things that girls wear, like, over the bikini without having to actually put something else on. Um, so, yeah, anyways, basically a poncho for bikinis, but, like, I don't know, I've had a few of them come in wearing those, and, like, I've had dudes come in, like, shirtless constantly lately, and it's just kind of like, you know, some people I don't care. But there's some people that just, you should, you should never go out in public with a shirt off, alright? If you're over the age of, like, 80, and you're literally covered in wrinkles and moles and white hair, and you look like fucking Chewbacca in his old age, for the love of God, put a shirt on. Because seriously, like, I look at some of these dudes, like, they always do this shit where they walk and they, like, scratch their chest hair. And it's like, bro, nobody needs to see or hear that, because you can hear it. Like, it, it's kind of, it's kind of scary. Like, but I digress. Like, that that's neither here nor there. But summertime is finally here. So today, it's going to be another short and sweet episode because, again, my little man's in town and, you know, I really love spending time with him. So, keep it short, sweet, and to the point today. I'm going to tell you guys a few stories about shit that we used to do during the summertime every fucking year for, like, two or three years straight in middle school and high school. And, uh... Well, I'm going to turn up the music, take a couple of stizzy hits, and we're going to jump right into it today. So, be right back. Alright, and we're coming back into it. So anyways, guys, like... Summertime out here in the Coachella Valley, a little bit different, I will say, quite different. Sorry, I keep breathing directly into the mic, that keeps happening. But anyways, 
Summertime here in the Coachella Valley hits a little bit different because the temperature here compared to the temperatures in like LA, San Francisco, anywhere else that you think like California, you know, San Diego, like, yeah, it still gets hot in LA and San Diego, but it's like, you know, 90s, maybe 103, but like out here it gets like 110, 120, 125, 132, I believe is the highest recorded temperature out here. And uh, they literally told us, like, don't go outside. Don't fucking go outside. There's an emergency heat warning. Don't don't leave your house. Like, if you don't have to, don't leave your house. And, like, I don't know, man. It just gets crazy fucking hot down here. So what we used to do in the summertime, aside from, like, you know, around, like, April, Mayish, whenever Coachella Fest falls, nobody cares how hot it is during Coachella Fest. Absolutely nobody gives a shit. And I can tell you... Every single year, at least, like, two or three people are airlifted out of Coachella Fest because of dehydration. Because they go thinking it's a big-ass party and they drink a shitload of beer because beer is cold. You know, water's cold, too. But, uh, I've been to Coachella Fest and I will tell you, I do not trust those public water fill stations. If you need to get more water, leave. Go walk, you can walk straight down from where the campgrounds are. Take a couple hours out of your day early in the morning before the big names come up. Take a walk. Go buy, like, some fresh water or go to, like, a gas station and just get, like, a big-ass cup of cold, fresh water. Me, I'm a big fan of the Hydro Flasks and shit for this reason. You can you can get them in all kinds of different sizes. But if you go camping at Coachella Fest like we did and you bring, like, two or three of the really big jugs of water that hold ice for, like, three days, you will consistently have at least some fresh, cold water. In your, like, camper, your RV, your truck. And they don't really get hot even when you leave them, like, in the sun for a while. And, like, we always had one person who was the designated, like... I don't want to say keeper, but, like, keeper of the water bottles. Who would be like, hey, you, if these get empty, it's your job to get new water, like, this day, this day, and this day. And, like, we were never, like, dicks about it. We would never make a person, like, leave by themselves and go buy water, but we'd always go with them, but, like, that was, like, their job. Like, if, they, if we ran out of water, if we ran out of water, it was all on this person. Like, it would be, like, oh, man, like, my, my water bottle's empty. And they'd be, like, well, who was, who was the water guy today? And we'd look at him and be, like, hey, you didn't go get fresh water. Because, dude, festivals, like, I don't know how many people listening to this have been to a festival. But if you have, I bet you money that this makes sense to you, especially if you've been to Coachella Fest, because it gets hot. And that's why, like, you know, everyone's walking around shirtless. Another thing to not forget for festivals, if you guys are going to go to a festival, is uh, sunscreen. But anyways, let's talk about something more important and why you're here, which is weed. And let's talk about how do you sneak weed into a festival now? Do not quote me on this. If you guys get caught with marijuana trying to sneak into Coachella Fest, Dead Fest, any other festival, OzFest, Warp Tour, I don't care what it is. If you get caught trying to use these methods, I am not legally responsible. This is just a few tips and tricks and stories on how, like, me and my friends used to do this kind of shit. So everybody knows that, like, you cannot sneak weed and you can't just bring weed openly into like Coachella Fest or any kind of festival with you you have to like sneak it in you have to find some clever way to get it in there now forever ago it used to be as simple as handing it to one of your female friends and going hey put this in your bra you know and you'd have like a dube tube or something with a couple of joints in it and everything would be great nowadays it's not that easy nowadays dude like they get, the drug dogs will snip everything a buddy of mine told me that he made shorts and like 
basically sewed one of those smell soon sewed. See, he put one of those smell-proof bags on the inside of his shorts, like around the inside part of the leg, the plastic bags that are Ziploc on the top and so completely smell-proof. Took that, sewed it to the inside of his of his shorts, put all of his shit in there, like all his pre-rolls. He put, like, instead of, like, carrying around, like, a jar of weed, he filled up, like, dube tubes with pre-ground weed. So that way, if he had, like, his piece, he brought, like, a tiny, like, Extendo pipe. It's like this little pipe that like collapses and you can carry it around on a keychain. And like, it fucking worked. It fucking worked. The dude put this shit into his fucking, uh, inside of his shorts, sealed everything in the Ziploc pocket, and made it through the front gates. Because they make you get out and like hold your arms out and shit to like check you and all that. But like, I guess he didn't get caught because nobody suspected that someone would do such a thing. And the drug dogs didn't hit on it because it's a smell proof bag. Like, he told me he like, took it and like sealed it and then sprayed it with like lavender scented Febreze or some shit and then sprayed his shorts with the same thing so as the drugs are walking around all they smelled was the flowers they didn't smell like drugs like weed specifically and then they check the car and you know the car's clear they all pass through and shit everything's fine everything's great another thing you can do nowadays is edibles but right before you go into the festival don't have like the wrappers and shit on you obviously unwrap them before you go in but have, like, a plastic bag with some, like, edible candies or something in it. Like, pop those. Pop, like, you know, at least... If you're going to really want to enjoy the festival, I'd say take, like, you know, maybe 20 milligrams, 30 or 40, depending on how high you want to be at, at, the, at a specific time. And all edibles hit everyone differently, so don't take my word on this. This is just what works for me. Pop some edibles. Maybe, if it's, like, the hard candy ones, slip a few of them bare into your pocket because they're not going to smell like weed. And if a cop asks what it is, you just go, it's candy. Whatever. Everything will be good. You'll be fine. If if it even comes to that. But, like, you know, I, I don't know, man. Like, when we went into Coachella Fest, and I was working the festival one year, right? This is how I snuck my shit in. We had this big-ass, like, cart that we were pulling in merch and stuff for the festival. Because we were selling, like, t-shirts and bandanas and, like, water bottles and shit at our booth that we were working at the festival. Alright? This is back when I was working for a non-disclosed, like, no, free sale operation. And we got tickets to go into the festival. Like, I got to go to Coachella Fest for fucking free. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing and lit. And it was the year that Eminem was there. It was a total party. I straight up put a big-ass jar of weed and my pipe in my lunchbox and shoved it, like, down underneath all the merch and stuff. And, of course, I had it covered with, like, food and shit, so, like, you know, they're kind of perusing over the cart, like, lifting t-shirts and just kind of looking at stuff, and, like, we're like, okay, can we go through now? Because we gotta go open our thing, and my boss was, like, very pushy, so she was like, we need to get in, we need to go in, we need to go in, and they were like, okay, well, you know, alright, it seems like all you have here is merchandise, and in my head, I was just like, oh my fucking god, I got away with it. And another thing that I did another day was, I brought my really old school cameras with me to shoot the festival and for those of you that know you know if you're into photography some of those old lenses when you pop the cap off the back there's like some space in there all right so i took a bag with like maybe like five five maybe six nugs in it decent sized nugs wrapped it up real tight shoved it into the camera lens and popped the cap back on the back end of it so that way when they checked me and they pulled all my shit out 
they're like, oh, cool, old school camera equipment. You shoot film. This is awesome. By the way, I do shoot film. I have a Minolta 7, the, uh, the A7, let's see, 7,000 or 75,000. It's right over here somewhere. Maybe I'll post a picture of it on Instagram and you guys can go check it out on there. But anyways, I go and I'm shooting photos and I'm having a good ass time and I pull my bag of weed out, throw that shit in my pocket with my sneak toke on my keychain. Nobody ever was the wiser. Like, dude, okay, I will admit, though, I was an idiot and didn't bring a fucking grinder. So I had to, like, walk around and, like, ask people, like, hey, do you know if anybody has a grinder? Do you know if anybody has a grinder? Luckily for me, ran into a couple of dudes that were the absolute chillest motherfuckers from Australia. And they had a grinder. And they were like, yeah, man, like, come on, use your grinder. They're like, want to match bowls? And I'm like, oh, do I? They snuck in one of those collapsible bongs into the festival. And I was just like, yo. Let's go. They're like, oh, where's your piece? I'm like, oh, I got like this little sneaky toke on my keychain, which was one of those ones that you slid the top off of, packed your shit in, slid the top back on. It looked like a whistle, but you smoked out of it. And of course, I rolled a couple of spliffs out of my cigarettes and stuff, which, you know, that's just life. That is what it is. Those I smoked like right after getting through the gate because I couldn't believe that I just got weed into Coachella. And, you know, what was really cool was the fact that like, because I do photography on Instagram... And, like, t taking photos and shooting stuff was, like, one of my first jobs when I was working with the wedding company back in the day. I just used to make myself my own fucking print pass and be like, oh, okay, well, like, you know, it it's alright, like, I'm already here. Epic. Let's do it. And I'd make myself my own pass, ask a couple of friends that I knew who were working booths at the festival or something to, like, get me in under the company name and say, like, oh, I'll come shoot photos for your booth. I'm the designated photographer or some shit like that. And it worked. Twice. This is two different years that this actually worked. But anyways, enough about what I do at festivals. So I'm going to turn up the music a little bit, take a few more hits, and then we're going to get into the what the we... Ah, pardon me, can't talk today. And then I'm going to tell you some stories from back in the high school days about shit that we used to like do for fun every single summer. At the start of the summer, all the way to the end. And we'll, get that, ah, we'll pick that up right here in a minute. Sorry, I have cotton mouth. I'm also going to go grab a drink. Be right back. Okay, guys, so anyways, I'm back. That was fun. Let's get into it. And you know what? My room right now, I'm gonna say this straight up. Like, my girlfriend got these, like, sensi things. That's like, you put them in the, uh... You put them in what she keeps calling, like, a simmer pot that you plug in. It's like an electric... It's, it's, it's like a wax melter, dude. I'm gonna be straight up. I don't know what the fuck a simmer pot is. I think a simmer pot, I think of simmering on a stove. But this shit smells like fucking mango. And guess what Arizona I got today, guys? 99 cents only. Mucho mango. My One of my favorite Arizona flavors. My favorite of all time. Always going to be the raspberry. Always going to be the raspberry. Sorry, I'm talking really loud into the mic right now. So anyway, speaking of Arizonas and smoking weed. Story time. Okay, so. One of our all-time favorite things to do during the summer... Of course, you guys could probably guess this if you've listened to other videos. Is we had the one buddy's house that we always used to go smoke weed at, right? Now, when he... When summertime came, and, like, he would go back and forth from his mom and dad's more often. His dad lived, like, in another part of the same town. But his dad's place was, like, right down the street from me, right? And, like, 
So we'd go kick it right over there at his place, at the new plant, the new pad, and we'd still be able to smoke weed because his dad was like a total fucking deadhead and shit and didn't give a fuck. Like if the house smelled like, the house always, let me say it like this, the house always smelled like weed, so his dad was smoking, and then if we were smoking, like there was never any questions asked because we basically stayed on the other side of the house from each other. Alright? And the fun part about this place was it had this wall in the backyard that was like super low like you could go sit on it and just watch cars drive by on the road outside and shit and we would go and sit on this wall right in front of everybody in like broad fucking daylight and smoke joints and shit and like smoke cigarettes and by the way just disclaimer don't smoke cigarettes it's bad for your health I just thought I was cool at the time alright don't smoke cigarettes it's very very hard to quit the nicotine addiction And I'm sorry about the Arizona can ASMR, but I am so thirsty, you have no idea. Anyways. So one day we're sitting on this fucking wall, right? And a cop drives by. And we're all, mind you, like, technically still behind, like, the fence, what, the fence line, like, on private property. And he just stops, slams his brakes, dude, swears the car over and goes, Hey, you kids over there, what are you guys smoking? Why does it smell like marijuana? And I'm just like, it's just a cigarette, man. Mind you, I'm like 16, 17 at this point. I'm like, dude, it's just a cigarette. Like, fuck off. Like, leave me the hell alone. Like, this is our house. Like, you can't come over here and bug us. Like, I just didn't... I had this, like, this weird complex with dealing with authoritarian figures. And part one of that complex was the fact that, like, I just didn't like them. Like, flat out. Like, I was just... I was so against, like... People telling me what to do, like I was gonna do my own thing because I listen. I had this like mindset of like I've listened to people my whole life, man. I'm an ad- almost an adult now. Like fuck people, fuck society, fuck the authorities. Like I was in this absolute like 1990s punk rock video mindset, and it was just crazy, man. Like to think back on it and realize that I was such an asshole to this cop. And this cop was like, well, guys, I was just curious. I was just asking a question. He's like, it's, it's okay. Like, I don't care. What? It's a little bit of pot. Like, you're home. You're at your house. You're not, like, running around like crazy. I was just figured I'd ask. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. And my buddy goes, yeah, and if we had told you it's weed, you would have arrested us on the spot. And, like, we were like, yeah, man. Like, fuck you. Like, oh, dude. So this cop leaves. And this next cop that comes to the neighborhood, like, later on that night when we're, again, sitting out there, even more stoned at this point. And we're not even smoking, but he pulls up and he's like, Hey, you four fuckers, get over here. And we're just like, oh shit. Like, oh fuck, I didn't know what to do to the nice guy, what, what to do to the asshole cop. Because he's already an asshole. It's not like you can piss him off much more. But he walks over to us and he's like, Were you guys rude to my partner earlier today? And we're like, oh, I didn't know that was your partner. Like, oh man, I'm sorry about that. Like, you know, we didn't mean to be rude. You know, we're just a bunch of dumbass kids. You know, I'm sorry, officer. Like, I should have, I should have held more respect and shit. Like, I, I absolutely fucking bullshitted my way through this. I was like, yeah, like, we smoked weed earlier. Like, we're sorry. We were being really rude. Like, I was trying not to get us in trouble while we were actually fucked up. And my three dumbass friends pipe off and go, yeah, man, we really stuck it to you fucking pigs. And I look over at my friend. I'm like, dude, shut up. Shut up. Like, now's not the fucking time, dude. And mind you, too, this wasn't, like, the main group of friends. This was, like, the friends that lived in, like, this part of town compared to, like, the friends from back in our regular part of town. And I was stuck hanging out at my buddy's dad's house for, like, maybe, like, two or three weeks this summer. I did not 
exactly enjoy hanging out with this new group of kids because they were they were jerks they were assholes like they were from a different part of town and shit so it was like oh yeah like dude, blah 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 all the way like Lakita blah 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 and I'm like dude like it doesn't even matter like it's the Coachella Valley who gives a flying shit the only three cities that people know in the Coachella Valley anyways half the time are Coachella Palm Springs and maybe if you're bougie Indio and Palm Desert not really bougie for Indio Indio's where like the courthouse and shit is and Palm Desert is where like the good shopping and shit is but like dude it's just it's just ridiculous like these guys were nuts, and I hated hanging out with them. And then another story that I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys right now, and then we'll probably cut things off, because again, short and sweet episode today. Just figured I'd come online and talk to you guys for a little bit. This is just, like, this is going to be the story about the one time that we, like, actually fucked up pretty, pretty bad. Like, we, we got into, not like a lot of trouble, but like, almost could have gotten, almost got into a lot of trouble. We ended up only getting into a little bit of trouble with our parents. Alright, so what happens? Let's tell the story. Right on my buddy's property out here in Indio, the one I've told you about before, that had like two operational houses on it that had been built in like the 1920s, 1930s, and, you know, they were renting out one of these properties at the time to that weird fucked up kid that snuck mushrooms onto mine and my friend's pizza and sent us on a trip that none of us wanted. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is the story of this time. Like it was it was not fun. It was not ideal. It was not the best place to be at all. But we're up there out on the we called this place the ranch. It wasn't a ranch by any means. It was just a big ass desert full of scorpions, things that probably could have killed us. But we're out there. And we're smoking. All right? Dickhead comes up to us. My the, dickhead is the guy that gave us mushrooms comes over to us and he's like hey you guys gotta smoke some of this weed I got it's really good and we're like alright cool let's smoke some weed I'll bring my jar we'll match bowls we'll call it a day alright cool meet me at the pla- meet, me at- meet me in my room in like you know 15 minutes and so we're like alright cool we go back to our house grab some like sodas and grab my jar of weed and neither- none of the parents were home it was just basically three like 14- 15 and 14 year old kids chilling out at a ranch right so we go over to this dude's room, and we're sitting, we're smoking, we're doing, you know, our thing. We're stoned as hell. We go outside, and we're kind of just enjoying, like, the warm, crispy, summer hot day. And we get the bright idea to have an airsoft fight. Absolutely fucking high, right? So we're playing airsoft, and everything's cool. You know, we're using pistols and shotguns because we decided not to bring out all the heavy, like, battery-operated guns. Because none of us were in protective clothing. We're doing this shirtless. Half, half of us are shirtless at this point. And by half of us, I mean me and my buddy. We're running around. We're getting shot at. You know, we're getting sunburned. The sun comes down. And what do we decide to do? We decide to have a fucking tire fire. And for those of you that don't know or have never experienced a tire fire, all right. It is exactly what it sounds like. We went around the, we ran around the ranch, jumped in the truck, and put like what was essentially a giant rake on the back of the truck, right? That we had, we had, we had built this thing, by the way, out of old car parts and shit. So it's just like this big metal claw. We started driving around, driving through the bushes and everything. And everywhere we're driving, it's pulling all these like dead, like chunks of like tumbleweed and wood and whatever the fuck it would grab behind us. We drag it into the fire pit, right? And we roll a bunch, because there, there used to be, like, this automotive spot on the ranch that had, like, hundreds of tires outside the back of it, like, old, like, falling apart, burning up in the sun anyways, degraded, dried-out tires. 
So we throw like three tires into the middle of it, and my buddy finds a bottle. Of, like, I don't know how old this shit was, but it was like a gallon of gas. What we thought was gasoline, and uh, well, it turned out that we were right. It was like gasoline and oil mix, like that you would use for like the chainsaws and the lawnmowers and shit. And he goes, "Oh, this will burn great." This fucking guy takes it, throws it into the middle. The whole can, by the way, throws it into the middle of the uh, fire pit. You know, I walk across the fire pit. I'm like, oh, you fucking dumbass. And I pull the the can out and throw the can out off to the side. Well, the can landed pretty close to one of the buildings that was on the ranch that was basically just a porch at this time, which had been sitting, again, since, like, at least the 1960s, and we're all fucked up. It was basically, like, a, a mobile home, like, little trailer that someone had dropped there and just never, like, left, like, moved it or any shit like that. Now, here's where we fucked up. We wait until the sun gets, like, down a little bit, and it's just starting to, like, make that, like, beautiful California sunrise that you all can see on the Instagram, by the way. That's at Lee, at Lee Nikki, L-E-N-I-K-Y. I know I already pumped it once, but it just came to my head again. Go check out those beautiful California sunsets. By the way, I don't edit my photos as much as people think I do. Segway there. But anyways, like, it's, like, the perfect night. And we take, like, a fucking, like... I don't even remember what it was. We took, like, the end of, like, a stick or something and, like, lit it on fire. And my buddy, like, waits until it gets real hot. And he goes, all right, check this out. And Spear throws it into the fire. Like, dead into the middle where all the gas and shit was. And everything's burning up. And we're having a great time. We're laughing our asses off, you know. It's not, like, a big fire pit. Like, it's maybe about the size of my bed, which is, like, a full-size bed. And, like, we got this these flames going. You know, we're throwing, like, more chunks of wood and shit into it as, as time goes on. And, like... There's just this giant pillar of smoke up into the sky from the fucking tires. And so the Indio Fire Department shows up at the ranch, right? Mind you, the parents are still gone. The one buddy's mom... My best friend's mom is out of town. And the other mom that's supposed to be babysitting us is, like, out working or some shit. Like, she's at work. It's, like, 7.30, 8 o'clock at night. Like, right around the time I'm recording this right now. And so the fire department shows up and goes, oh, well, is something burning? Is there any kind of burning buildings or anything like that over here? And we're like, uh, no, no, everything's good, man. Everything's cool. Like, it's just a fire pit. And he's like, oh, well, this is also listed as private property. So, you know, if it's a feature of the property, then you're good. Like, it's just a lot of smoke, you know. Remember to put it out and all that. Like, you know, whatever. Like, we're like, all right, cool. Like, and then they go, where's the adult supervision? And we're like, uh, there is no adults here. It's just a small fire. And mind you, the smoke had kind of died down by the time they got there. Like, it wasn't as bad as it was at first when the tires were really, really cooking. But it smelled so bad. And so the fire department guy's like, well, you know, no adult supervision. It is private property. We can't really infringe on it. So, you know what? Be careful. You know, do what you're going to do. Just make sure, like, when you go to put it out, like, you know, use a hose and really put it out. So we're like, all right, cool, whatever. And we go back over to where the fire pit is. The fire department, like, the guy was, like, telling us, like, how to put it out. And, like, he, he they kind of told us, like, you should get, like, some of those old tires and, like, rim it around it so that it has some kind of, like, barrier so not so much stuff can, like, blow out, like, the edges. So we, we do everything they tell us to do and shit. Like, we're, they were there for, like, an hour and a half, two hours telling us how to safely deal with this fire, which was actually kind of nice. Like, it's one of the better interactions with the fire department I've had. If not, like, one of the few reactions I've had with the fire department out here. And they were pretty cool about it. Like, they're like, oh, you know, we understand you guys want to have a fire. Just kind of enjoy your night. Have some fun. You know, just be safe about it. And we're like, all right, cool. Like, and then they finally leave. I'm sweating bullets at this point, dude. Because I was like, I thought we were going to get into, like, a massive amount of fucking trouble. No, it did not happen. Almost 100% scot-free. Nothing bad. They were just like, you know... 
we really shouldn't leave you guys here with a fire without adult supervision, like, and all this shit, and, and we're just like, alright, well, you know, we'll put it out, don't worry, everything's gonna be fine. We didn't realize that that can that we had thrown over by that other house, like, somehow, somehow, the drips of gas made a trail to it, and this entire old, like, basically, like I said, it's just like a floor and, like, some walls, all the windows are broken, there's no doors left on it, like... In, it instantly, like, starts catching on fire and burning up. Now, thankfully for my friend's, like, quick thinking and shit, he runs, grabs a hose, sprints back over, and we just start spraying water onto it all over the fucking thing, all over the place, like, just soaking it as we go along. I'm like, don't spray erratically, get the area soaked, and then move on to, like, another spot, and he's, like, spraying the can, and... It was sketchy. It was actually kind of scary, the fact that, like, we could have deadass, like, burned down, like, that entire little thing. I mean, it wouldn't have hurt anything because there was nothing near it. Like, I guess, I mean, we could have just let it burn and just been like, well, you know, we're just clearing the property with fire. But at the same time as this thing catches on fire, dude, there's, like, shit running out from underneath it. Like, like, like field mice that used to live underneath there and fucking, like... A couple of scorpions ran across it and shit and, like, oh, dude, we were fucking scared and, like... I was, like, trying to, like, stay away from the scorpions. Like, I'm, like, swinging a stick at him. My buddy comes over with one of the airsoft guns and starts planking at scorpions. Like, we finally get this thing put out. We're finally all relaxed and chill. We go back over to the fire pit, and we're like, all right, well, we'll just let this burn out. We'll chill over here until, you know, the time comes to just kind of rest. And so that's what we did. We went and we sat over by the fire pit. And mind you, this was another reason I mentioned this in this story, because it's things that we did pretty commonly over the summers. Having fire pits out at this buddy's house without any adult supervision was like one of our top ten things to do. Especially if we had weed. Because we'd go sit, we'd talk, we'd tell stories, we'd sit around this fire pit. Like, you know, it was it was, it was fun, it was chill. It was just kind of cool to hang out with the guys. Like, you know, we would sometimes like set up a TV like on the patio so we could like chill outside at night. And we had that TV that I've mentioned before in a few more up on another like really old episode. I can't remember which one it was, but a while back. Where uh, me and my buddy used to do this on summer nights too, pretty common. Those of you that are new here, this is actually one of my favorite stories that I'm about to tell you. Those of you that have been here for a while, I've told this story before. You might get bored and walk away, or you might stay and enjoy it one more time. Either way, I appreciate the listening. So, one weekend, right, my mom decides to leave me and my buddy up at, the, up at his mom's new house that she was remodeling. And they gave us a travel trailer that was, like, an old trailer in the garage had, like, some of their really old stuff in it. Because it was a house, I guess, they bought but never, like, lived in. And his mom was like, well, we're going to remodel it because, you know, we're not renting it anymore. And the people that had rented it before had left, like, all these boxes of, like, old, D- old VHS movies. And, like, they left behind a TV, right, that had... For those of you that know, you know. These were one of the coolest fucking TVs to have back in the day. The TVs with the built-in VHS player. That's right. It was a TV on top, one of the old tube TVs. Not tube TVs, but like big TVs, I guess you would say. Not a flat, flat screen. Like, this thing was like about maybe like, you know, a foot and a half, two feet wide from the front to the back. And it was pretty heavy, too, because it had the VCR player in it, the projector in it. Like, all that shit built into it. Like, And by projector, I don't mean onto the wall. I mean onto the screen. Very different style of TV. But we're sitting down, and this, like, whole weekend, man, we're chilling outside of the, the, uh, 
the travel trailer that we were sleeping in and this thing had AC that like kicked it so during the day we would turn on the AC and sleep and at night we'd be up all night smoking and watching movies man and I remember we even convinced our plug to come up there and bring us some shit cause we were like hey we got some money let's get some weed and one night we were really really high and I called my mom just out of curiosity and I was like hey mom do you think you could bring us some food like we don't have anything to eat and she's like Oh, sure, sweetie. I'll bring you some food. You guys want some drinks, too? Some tea, some Arizona's, because you knew we drink Arizona's, like, water. You want some Arizona's? You want some of this? You want some of this? And we're like, yeah, anything you bring, Mom, anything you bring is great. Ah, by the way, I can't forget to drink my Arizona. I got caught mouth like a bitch. But anyways, so we're chilling. We're having our teas, we're eating pizza, my mom brings us the pizza and the drinks and the snacks and shit, and so we're like, oh man, this is cool. And one night we decided to just turn on, like, some old school movies, and we had, like, the original Star Wars trilogy, which is 4, 5, and 6. And we had a couple of old Godzilla movies and, like, some other, like, Disney movies and shit, and so we're like, yo, let's watch Star Wars. So we watch episode 4, 5, and 6, highs, balls, one movie a night. Like, chilling. We're also playing video games inside because my buddy had the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 set up at the time. And we were chilling big, dude. Like, it was awesome. And, like, you know, it was just, it was a whole ass vibe. Like, that's just, it was what it was and that's what it is. Like, it was an awesome thing that we did for, like, an entire weekend. And then we went back, like, a couple weekends later and I found some of my VHS tapes that I had had. Which I had, like, a couple of other of the Star Wars movies. I had, like, way more. Like, my dad gave us, like, some old anime movies to watch. Like, I think it was Inuyasha, Scooby-Doo. Not Scooby-Doo's not an anime, but you know what I mean. Like, it was, like, Inuyasha, the Dragon Ball on VHS. Oh, dude, it was such a, it was such a killer time to have a movie night every couple of weekends. And it just became, like, tradition. We just started watching old school movies, like, old B movies and old like monster flicks like the kaiju collections from japan and shit like but whatever i did any summer activity the number one thing that was always the same was it was always can we smoke first before we go skating can we smoke first before we watch movies let's smoke first before we play video games let's smoke first before we went to in and out when we got older and we got cars let's smoke first and i'm gonna say it flat out guys i believe that marijuana in of itself is like the tie that binds in california some of my best friendships have formed because of weed. Some of my best relationships have been, like, made even better because of weed. Like, some of, like, my own thought processes and everything. Like, I can think so much clearer when I'm stoned than when I'm sober. Like, life has a crazy way of working out. And the fact that, like, marijuana is one of the key things that has made me into, like, a better person. Helped me get control of my anger issues. Helped me get a better grip on, like, my diet, my eating, my physical activity. Everything, man. Like, I'm not going to say weed's a wonder drug, but... I don't think it's as bad as so many people paint it out to be. And I believe that, like, I believe that not everybody, it's not for everybody. It's definitely not. Some people get paranoid. Some people get sick. Some people just, you know, get, like, hooked to the point that it's, like, a bad thing. But, you know, like, everything in moderation is a good thing. Yeah, do I smoke weed every day? Yes. Am I high all the time every single day? Fuck no. I wouldn't be able to, dude. That shit's, that's an expensive-ass habit to keep. You know, I, I do smoke quite a bit. Like, I hit the stizzy every now and then throughout the day. But I'm not, like, constantly smoking it and being stoned as shit all the time. Like, I can still talk like this. I can still function. I can still, you know, record for you guys. 
I like to enjoy my high. I don't like to kill myself with it and be like, all right, I took a couple of hits of my weed. Now I'm going to go to bed. I don't do dabs because it's like I take a dab and it's like, okay, nap time now. Like, I mean, I guess if you're just trying to knock out, it's one thing. But if you're trying to enjoy and vibe and everything like that, I've just never been able to do dabs. I like the wax pens. I like my stizzy. I like my Wi-Fi OG that I got. My Jerry Garcia pack of joints. By the way, they sent me another fucking five-pack, dude, and I'm so stoked. I want to get the hybrid ones, too, though. I'm going to I'm gonna have to, like, email them or, like, tag them in something and see if I can, like, score another pack of hybrids. But anyways, yeah, I got another five-pack for throwing it up on the Instagram. By the way, huge shout-out to you guys. And that is going to be the Garcia hand-picked. It's the SFV OG pre-roll five-pack. And that's going to be from... I got this one from Palm Royale Collective, which is, again, one of my favorite spots out here in the valley. Go check them out on GarciaHandpicked.com or at GarciaHandpicked on Instagram. Packaged by Sunrise Caregiver Foundation, Inc. See, that doesn't sound like a negative name, does it? But anyways, guys, I hope you had a great 420. I know mine was good. Got some free gifts, picked up some merch, had my own life going ahead of me. I'm feeling really good about things. Anyways, guys... I love every single one of you. I hope you enjoyed these stories. Stay snazzy, stay high, stay awesome, and I will see every single one of you all. I won't see you. I keep doing this bit. But I will come talk to you in the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Take it easy, guys. Happy 420.